0: I am Prakriti Khanna, Senior Product Manager for AutoCAD, and you are listening to the AutoCAD podcast. In this series, we will give you a peek into the work we do here at Autodesk and go behind the scenes with teams that support AutoCAD. But before we begin today, I have to review our safe harbor statement. Our podcast today may contain forward-looking statements about our products, businesses, and company information. Such information is merely our current plans, not promises or guarantees. Things may change quickly and the development release and timing of any products or features remain at our sole discretion. So please don't rely on the information we share here, especially for making any purchase decisions. So in today's episode, we'll be joined by my colleague Vinod Balasubramanian to walk you through the tools and processes in place to help you enable your teams for success. And don't forget to subscribe for updates on the latest episodes. So let me introduce you to our special guest today, Vinod Kumar Balasubramanian is our principal specialist for AutoCAD and tool sets in our customer success organization focused on improving product and customer experience for all who use the AutoCAD family of products. Welcome to the show, Vinod.
1: Thank you, Prakriti. Thank you for inviting me onto the podcast today.
0: Sure, of course, I have so many questions for you. You know, my team works with you all the time and the role and contribution of you and your team is commendable in, in doing everything that we do today. So I think it would be great for our audience as well to hear directly from you on how exactly your role within the customer success organization actually impacts them.
1: Great. As you see the name itself, customer success organization, we put customer at the heart of everything. We look at a customer first mindset, I'm primarily responsible for handling strategic prioritization of our escalations. We handle those escalations by analyzing qualitatively and quantitatively the information that we receive from our customers on the product usage and the challenges that they face while using the products. And we make more informed decisions based on that. My main goal is to find ways to remove customer barriers and enhance product utilization of our customers. And also using the feedback we get from our customers, we try to influence the engineering team in order to change the course of uh, a feature development or so. And uh, we provide all sorts of insights to engineering as you probably have been in a few of those insights meetings. And the objective for us to provide these insights is to make sure we stay directly involved in the development of product roadmap and we can continue to be the voice of our customers, providing you the challenges that the customers face day in and day out with the products and help you guys prioritize feature improvements and announcements within AutoCAD.
0: Absolutely. I think it's always very, very interesting to hear from your team and yourself, especially about the ways our customers are interacting with our products. And you know the insights that are provided by your team really help us find ways on how we can improve the overall experience. From my own personal experience, I know how many times when we are trying to prioritize a particular item in our roadmap, the insights and the feedback that comes from your team really helps us make those decisions. Okay, can you actually give us some insights on how some of the features that we have released recently or brought into our product have actually come directly from the feedback that we hear from our customers?
1: Great, The first thing that comes into my mind is Activity Insights, which we rolled out in 2024. If you look at My Insights, as you know, uh, we launched it in AutoCAD 2022. And at the same year, we also launched Drawing History. So both Drawing History and My Insights are quite heavily used by our customers. So both are very handy tools for the customers to understand how the drawing workflow happens between multiple users, how they can collaborate more efficiently in a collaborative environment. So Activity Insights, when I look at Activity Insights for AutoCAD 2024, it's kind of an enhanced version of both my insights and drawing history. It provides a better understanding for customer on their past actions. The beauty of this activity insights is it also tracks some of the records that happens outside of the AutoCAD environment. Say, for example, you have made some renaming of the drawing file or copied the drawing file from one folders to another folder. These are some things that drafters do day in and day out. This activity insights provide them a quick preview of what are those changes that happen both inside and outside of AutoCAD drawing. That's fantastic if I'm a drafter to know who made those changes, what changes have been made. So it's easier for me to understand and process collaboratively with my colleagues. Activity Insights is a very enhanced feature that focuses on our machine learning and AI capabilities. I'm so excited to see how our customers are going to utilize this and increase their productivity and their collaborative effectiveness with AutoCAD.
0: Absolutely, I am so excited about the release of this functionality and I just can't wait to hear from you and your team on the kind of feedback we will collect from customers
1: around this. Great, yeah. And there are also other features that we made significant improvements in the past couple of years, like for example, Trace. Trace evolved in the last three years quite significantly. The beauty of Trace is it is across different platforms. So you can create a Trace in AutoCAD desktop and view it in web and mobile. So there is seamless integration between multiple platforms, makes user more agile and ability to collaborate wherever they are. Let's say if they are on the field, want to create some modifications to the drawing, Trace is a best tool for them to utilize. And Plot. Another very commonly used feature in AutoCAD, and it has gone significant changes in the last three years, which I also feel like sometimes customers aren't aware of that. Uh, Say, for example, the background publish option that we have created in 2021 is a significant improvement in terms of performance of plotting multiple drawings. Another thing that comes on to my mind is AutoCAD graphics. Now we are in this world of getting hardware at a very easier cost. People try to have very heavy end machines at their end. So um, graphics plays a huge role. You can see customers want to visualize everything on 3D. And then obviously detailing still on 2D remains for shop floor and uh, for construction usage and so on. So AutoCAD introduced something which you are already aware of in the last three years, which is 3D technical preview our graphics engines for AutoCAD went through continuous improvement after this integration. So the m- benefit of this GSF is it can be a cross-platform 3D graphic system. So what it means in a layman terms is this graphics engine is kind of utilized by, again, AutoCAD, AutoCAD specialized tool sets, web and mobile. So users get same seamless experience whether they are in any of these platforms. Whether you are on your mobile device or in your desktop environment, you have the same graphic that you want to visualize on. Improvements on and enhancements to the graphics are purely driven by Uh, customer feedback. So every year we provide a lot of uh, insights back to your team about graphics, graphics level limitations, changes that we need. And we are so excited to see that how AutoCAD transformed in the last three years in terms of graphics improvements.
0: Yeah, no, these are all great examples, Vinod. I can't agree more, especially Trace. I think that's a really good example wherein we started with a very basic functionality of enabling Trace and now it has evolved into such a collaborative, workflow with markup import and markup assist. So I think that's really a great example of how we are getting continuous feedback and that is shaping our roadmap releases and everything that we are bringing in the product.
1: And again, these features aren't just limited to desktop products. We are also looking on customers to provide feedback on our web based solutions. As I mentioned, AutoCAD web and AutoCAD mobile, we start to see a strong usage of our both AutoCAD customers and the new Arcad web customers utilizing these two products, we are excited to see and hear their feedback as well on these new tools that are currently available to them.
0: And that's a great point on web-based solutions. In the last episode, when John, Dan, and I were chatting about some of our recent AutoCAD releases, we discussed one of my favorite cloud-enabled features, which is the web-based Sheet Set Manager that's available on AutoCAD on web as well as desktop. What are some of the cloud features that you think our customers are going to be really excited about?
1: Yeah, I think you brought on a very interesting topic, cloud-based Sheet Set Manager. Sheetset Manager is something that's been there for um, quite a long time with AutoCAD. AutoCAD uh, drafters are pretty familiar with sheetset Manager. Uh, so we faced a couple of years ago a challenge of like, how can we make this Sheet Set Manager work on a cloud-based environment? how can we make it more easier to our customers to make edits to their sheet sets in the cloud, whether it is in AutoCAD web or mobile or when you bring that back into AutoCAD desktop for, say, plotting through the sheet sets and so on. So um, we introduced this cloud-based sheet set manager, which is, by the way, like what you exactly said, it's interoperable. So you can create a sheet set in AutoCAD web on the cloud and then bring it back into desktop and utilize it. You can also take some of your legacy sheet sets that are coming from your desktop environment and utilize it on the web-based sheet set manager. So it has this nice connectivity back and forth. Uh, Other than that, the main thing that I see is AutoCAD's integration with Autodesk Docs, one of our cloud solutions and a platform that allows our customers to collaborate, share drawings, and modify concurrently, edit and update the status to their different users within their Docs project. So uh, now when we look at AutoCAD's integration for Docs, we also need to talk about another tool that Autodesk provides, which is desktop connect- connectivity between AutoCAD and Docs. It has also gone through quite a lot of announcements in the last few years. Our AutoCAD customers are looking for two things. One is their ability to work concurrently in a cloud-based environment because it's quite natural for someone to work on a main drawing and then another person working on a reference drawing side-by-side, side, which is a common scenario between drafters in the industry. So the concurrent editing capabilities through desktop Connector and making those changes available instantly through docs and back into Autodesk synchronizing that's an immensely heavy advantage for our customers in terms of a collaborative environment and you can imagine you can do with any number of drawings anywhere around the world and make these modifications particularly in this post pandemic world people are in discrete locations working from different geographies so this is going to help them significantly in terms of their collaborative effectiveness when you are Thinking about concurrent editing, other thing would be is like, how can I also lock the file? Say, if I am editing the same drawing, I really don't want others to uh, make those modifications until I push those modifications back onto the cloud. AutoCAD has developed a file locking mechanism within its interface that allows desktop connector and docs to understand and lock the file from a second user to edit. One of the interesting part of this whole AuraCAD desktop connector docs connectivity is the excitement that it generated last year when we shared this feature in AU. And even now I get feedbacks on my LinkedIn asking, hey, we are trying to do this in docs and desktop connector. What is the best practice for us? What should we do with references? Should we follow absolute path? Should we follow relative path? So there is a lot of excitement among our customers to ask about these uh, cloud integration. Push to docs is a feature that, again, AutoCAD Engineering created, which actually allows users to batch publish PDFs from their drawings uh, in the cloud, back into the uh, cloud, again, as PDFs. So that's another wonderful feature that was developed a couple of years ago and creates a lot of excitement in our customers.
0: Absolutely. No, I'm so glad you touched upon this and this perfectly ties into some of the questions that come to my mind as you're describing uh, everything that we've done on the docs front. And you're right, you know, integration with Autodesk Docs is, is a huge area of excitement and interest for us as well because we truly feel that Autodesk Docs can change the way users work with their teams. And we're really focused on enabling that collaborative experience for our users as, as they work with other stakeholders. So I'm, I'm really curious, as, as you mentioned, there are a lot of people who reach out to you, there's a lot of excitement around this, and I'm sure there are customers who are looking to make this integration successful for them to really leverage these collaborative workflows that exist. So what are some of the best practices or tips you would want to share with our listeners today
1: oh great Uh, i love talking about best practices isn't it improve productivity (laughs) and also don't do the same mistake that others might have done in the past to learn about it when i talk about autocad and docs cloud integration so the very first thing for an autocad user is to understand their cloud environment particularly in this case docs keep in mind autocad users are not traditionally cloud-based users now We are moving towards the cloud because of the availability of the cloud as well as the technology has improved in the last uh, three to four years. For a drafter, they should understand their cloud environment clearly. So what is possible? How should I formulate my projects? How should I structure my project folders? What kind of document limitations that I have to give to users? Who edits what and so on? All those user permissions, they need to be very clear about it and understand them how to operate on a docs uh, environment. And there's plenty of documentation available from Autodesk that allows them to understand how they can work on their drawing files in a docs-based environment. Once you are in the docs-based environment, there are a few things that I would like our users to be focusing on. One is, how do I manage the folder structure and what type of folder structure that I really wanted to upload through Desktop Connector. Because there is something called a related data folder that allows customers to understand the relationships that they build between the drawings in their normal localized environment. Let's say you have created multiple folders to organize your projects and kept your drawings in different folders. Now you want to take it to the docs environment. If you take it through Desktop Connector, then this related data folder establishes the same folder structure in the cloud, allowing the users to maintain that folder structure that they have been using for quite some time. Another thing that I also want to focus on when we talk on folder structure is maintaining the path relationship. So people are used to absolute path and relative path. So what normally I recommend to users who are trying to bring their drawings into Docs environment is stay with the relative path. So you really don't have to do a lot of hustle about changing your folder structure and then also making sure the AutoCAD recognizes those folder structure changes. So if you put it on a relative path on a docs environment, it works much better than on an absolute path. Also, we recommend our customers to use the file IO dialogue or file open dialogue because if you look at AutoCAD newer releases, like say 23 and 24, both on the AutoCAD homepage as well as in the file open dialogue, there is a docs integration there. It allows the user to open any drawings from different docs projects that they are maintaining and also open from different folder structures and so on. And they can also see Who has opened the drawing? And if the drawing is locked to someone or so without even having to open the drawing within their home tab, they can see what drawings are opened by what users so that they don't try to open a drawing that is concurrently edited by their colleagues. There are certain tools that which we provide within AutoCAD, like I said, few of them. And then also outside of AutoCAD, we also have something called a Reference Explorer utility, which is part of the desktop connector. So why I want to highlight this utility that's kind of outside of AutoCAD is, often users in a local environment, when they are working in, with AutoCAD for quite a long time, they're going to carry a lot of legacy drawings, drawings that they haven't even opened for past two, three years where they may have issues with those drawings. So what we recommend with this utility is to run all those legacy drawings before they take it into the cloud. So this utility has a nice mapping feature, like say if the drawing is associated to 10 different drawings, that mapping feature allows the user to see where this map drawings are in which folder structure. And let's say if a couple of drawings were accidentally deleted by that user, few months ago, then it can also show those missing references and so on. So our recommendation is to clean up their drawing as much as possible before putting it into a cloud environment, because it's hard to clean up drawings once it's back into the cloud. So it's always better to maintain a good drawing structure and then upload to the cloud and then leverage the benefits of cloud from there.
0: These are great thank you so much. Yeah, so this is all a great conversation on uh, autodesktops, and we continue to stay very excited about the future here. But let me ask you, there are a number of features that get released in AutoCAD and some of them may get a little lost. So if there was this one feature that you wish our customers knew about or you really want to highlight it to them in today's call, what,
1: what would that be? Oh, that's really, really a very good question that you have asked. So one of the feature, which is called Autodesk Assistant, which has capabilities to better answer our customer queries and concerns with the product. So Autodesk Assistant is not just a simple chat tool. It it has quite a bit of capabilities that we have built on this tool. Say, for example, if a user has a question on AutoCAD, let's say my drawing file got corrupted, and I want to know how to recover my file because I'm getting a specific error message when I open the drawing. So typically what users will do is they will go to Google and do an organic search on the drawing file error and try to look at different articles, whether it is coming from Autodesk or from someone else in uh, through blogs and so on. And they'll try to read those solutions and try them in AutoCAD. Sometimes they may be right. Sometimes they may be wrong and may further corrupt their drawing file. So what Autodesk Assistant does is it allows the user to provide their problem statement and it analyzes through our machine learning capabilities and provides the top three best solutions that they should try. Those are solutions that are tested and evaluated by both our engineering and support teams. So that would help user to get to a resolution much faster than what they can do through a Google organic search. The Autodesk assistant has the capabilities to help customers understand the solutions that they need to try for the problem that they are facing within the product. So that's one part of the Autodesk Assistant. Let's say I've tried my self-research and I may need further help. There is a direct connectivity within Autodesk Assistant through chat with an agent, which allows them to directly connect with our support specialists across the world. And they can chat with them at any point of time. It even has the option for customer to schedule an appointment with Autodesk staff at their own preferred time. And that, those are some of the features that this tool kind of possess, And I'm pretty excited to see how customers are going to utilize this feature for their success.
0: This is so exciting, Vinod. This is really, really great to understand. And thank you so much for walking us through the details of how our users can actually benefit from this new capability. And it's so exciting to see that we are also supporting localization.
1: Yeah, I I, I am pretty excited to see Autodesk Assistant launched on localized platform. Now that we have those content available readily in their own language, they love it. And what we are seeing here is great participation from our customers on Autodesk Assistant, particularly German and Japanese.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I'm to that point, just also wondering, we know about the overall adoption of this feature, how do we encourage our customers to contact us through the Autodesk Assistant?
1: Oh, yeah. So the main reason behind Autodesk Assistant is we want to take the help to the customers within the product environment itself. So we really don't want the customer to go look around for answers. We want the customers to get help immediately within the product so that while they are working, they are also reaching out to someone in Autodesk to get help. In AutoCAD 2022, you can just click that logo. It will launch the Autodesk assistant. From then on, you can start interacting with this assistant so user can utilize that self-help service. And there are some minor nuances for the users as well. Like, say, for example, like, looked at two, three articles that the Autodesk assistant has suggested. So it actually grays out those articles in their conversation. So the user knows, okay, so I have already reviewed them. I'm going to look at the next one that I need to review. So it's it's not time consuming. It's more intuitive for the users. So they can work more easily with that assistant. And also the best way for them to contact support is chat because we have our agents available twenty four by five, available across all parts of the world. So they could be able to reach out and talk at any point of time. We also have other things like web case creation, and we can also schedule a call, as I mentioned. So let's web case is like basically you wanted to create a support ticket and throw in a lot of drawing files and project files, and also share more detailed documentation of your workflow that you probably won't be able to share through a chat-based environment. You can also do that pretty quickly through the Autodesk Assistant. It's just like Three or four clicks and there you go you have the case sent to autodesk someone will be contacting you to assist you on on your query
0: absolutely now this this has been great this has been such a welcome addition within autocad and it really supports the overall value we bring to our customers through the autodesk experience i know this is still new but i'm curious if you have any feedback on how customers are receiving it so far if any examples that you can share with us today?
1: So we have some telemetry that has been instrumented to the Autodesk Assistant to understand the user's picks and clicks. What do they really want to to do with the Autodesk Assistant? So there are a few telemetrics that we are looking at. One of them is like how fast we can help the customer. So uh, the feedback that we get from our customers is they are getting their issues resolved at a faster pace than what they used to be. And they're getting their problems uh, resolved in the first 10 minutes after they face. So that's a really great improvement in terms of reaching out to the customer uh, pretty quickly and solving their issue. And also it's available 24 by 5. So uh, people can work on their AutoCAD drawings. And then if they face some issues, they can contact with us at any point of time and then get their issue resolved. So these are two things that we track significantly in order to improve the effectiveness of our Autodesk Assistant. We are also looking at various ways to enhance user interaction within the Autodesk Assistant. How can we make it more easier and more intuitive for our uh, users to interact with the Autodesk Assistant too?
0: That's so awesome. So I guess to anyone listening in on this episode, if you haven't already tried out the Autodesk Assistant, please, please give it a try. So Vinod, we've touched on what your team does to help our customers through various mechanisms like Autodesk Assistant. Can you also tell us what other work your team does to help address customer pain points?
1: we always focus on customer first approach. So like you gave an example earlier, Trace. Trace is a very good uh, feature that went through multiple evaluation uh, from release 22 to 2024. We look at what customers need in terms of Trace and the introduction of markup assistant, markup import is a significant enhancement to the Trace functionality that the customers love to see. And there will be more and more such kind of requests that comes in. So the way we prioritize is we look at how many customers are looking at that functionality and what do they really want to do with the functionality and how do they want to interact back and forth with AutoCAD. So that we provide some uh, of those customer feedbacks and verbatims to engineering so that engineering can really understand what the customers are looking for in terms of uh, feature improvements and so on. We also partner with AutoCAD marketing team to create uh, enablement sessions for our customers through AutoCAD webinars. So if you haven't participated in one of our AutoCAD webinars, I strongly urge you to view some of those recordings in our AutoCAD blogs. And what we do in these AutoCAD webinars is we share these new features that we have implemented in the product, and we also share tips and tricks on how you can improve productivity, how you can improve your design effectiveness, how you can draft better with AutoCAD, all these kind of topics we share through AutoCAD webinars. So if you haven't taken an AutoCAD webinar, this is your opportunity to look into it, uh, enjoy the benefits of AutoCAD and the features that we developed in AutoCAD.
0: Thank you so much Vinod for walking us through everything that you did today. I think this is really, really going to help our listeners just see some of the many ways we are settling them up for success. But before we wrap up. Oh, wow. In a se- <laughs> yeah, so you're you are already it seems. So I'm going to ask you a series of questions related to AutoCAD and also about yourself. So are you ready for it?
1: I'm ready for the challenge.
0: <laughs> okay. So Lisp or macros? Uh, Lisp. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Group or blocks?
1: Uh, Blocks. that's my favorite feature.
0: Fair. AutoCAD on the web or on mobile?
1: It's a very interesting question. Both have its own significant benefits. It's like choosing one or the other is very difficult, but given no choice, I'll go for AutoCAD on the web.
0: Okay, fair. Floating tab style or tab on a second monitor?
1: Tab on a second monitor. I'm used to multiple monitors, so I love uh, moving my AutoCAD uh, features in and around.
0: Yeah, I I would totally do the same. Well, that's enough on the product. Let me ask you something about yourself. Are you a tea person or a coffee person?
1: Uh, To be honest, I am a teetotaler, so I don't drink both tea and coffee. But if there is nothing else on this world, then probably coffee.
0: (laughs) Okay. Cats or dogs?
1: Oh, that's a very tough one. Uh, Dogs.
0: Okay. Sunrise or sunsets?
1: I mean, if I'm on a holiday in a beach, then probably sunrise. Uh, If I had a really tired evening and taking kids to the park, maybe sunset so that we can go back home and have a good sleep earlier.
0: Okay. Sounds like you're an early riser. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you so much, Vinod, for joining us on the podcast today. It was really, really great to catch up with you.
1: Thank you, Prakriti, for giving this opportunity. And it's a pleasure talking to you once again. Looking forward to more conversations.